Hello and welcome back to the long-awaited season review episode. I mean, sorry, not sorry for not covering a few games after Chelsea drew a new one. Not on for us. We played Man City, we played Man and we played Newcastle. But to be fair, it was so depressing. So it was difficult to like come together. But then again, it's good to have everybody on board again. It's good to have Ray, B, and Judah. Good to have you guys. How are you guys doing? We're great, man. Local, uh, your local ITK tactical, man. I'm here. <laughs> I'm doing okay. myself as well. Good to be back, guys. <laughs> yeah, good to have you guys. I mean, where do we start from? We missed a lot. But I can say this, actually. Let me say it. Let me say I told you so, Judah. I told you that City might go easy on us. They didn't go easy on us. They did. I told you guys. No, they didn't go easy on us. Yeah, they did. Like, in the sense that, like, if you're talking about they played, like, their B team, I guess. Yeah. But in terms of how they play, even with their B team, they still are vicious. But it just tells me one of those things, like, when you play City and when Chelsea's up there, they can give them a game. That game, uh, it could have been way worse, but I don't know. But I don't think it was. It wasn't that bad. That game wasn't that bad. I was expecting it to be just 7-1 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ubi, Judah, what do you guys think? The Man City game. I mean, in terms of the score... Person, I think I personally think it was incredible for us. It's just one nil. It could have been, you know, seven or whatever. But obviously, in terms of like we're being beaten by their B team <laughs> through freaking Palmer or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of insulting. You know what I'm saying? Like I we know. had the A team and all that, and we couldn't even have a dangerous chance or something. So it's like humiliating. But hey, the score could have been worse. That's all I'll say. <laughs> nah, we had. But- the truth is that we actually had chances, and I think even we actually won on XG on that day. Yeah, we so, did. We created more than they did. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, we we had the chance to equalize at the end. I think Aspilicueta, Phil Foden stopped Aspilicueta from equalizing or something like that. So mm-hmm. I remember. Also, I mean, big thing. Yeah, Ireland has never scored against Chelsea Football Club, so I'm just gonna hold on to that trophy um, yeah. for the rest of my life. He didn't play a lot of the second game. He played like fifteen minutes. So yeah, let me take let me take my W's. Man. Yeah, let's never scored on it. So let's take the W's. Yeah, I let you have your W. Okay, so <laughs> after that, I told you guys be wary of United. Don't be wary of City because I said City will go easy on us. I said United is the problem. Judah was like, "Oh, we might beat United," but look at what happened. So Judah, what do you want to say about the United game? <laughs> I, I didn't say we might. I said we need to. I said we needed to. But I mean, like, no. We have, Frank be, uh... we have Frank Lampard as the manager, man. So <laughs> yeah. I guess I was expecting too much. But yeah, actually, the United game is a bit blurry now. Um, yeah. What happened? Well, well, uh, well, yeah, I'll let Ray and Uvi um, talk about it. Yeah. We were smashed about for what? one, dude. Oh, the United game. Yeah. I was at work watching a game. Um, and it was kind of slow, so I was just lollygagging on that Sunday. And in possession, we didn't look too bad because we, we, wow. we had some good chances. And then I just see some of the most bozo defending midfield looking unstructured again. Lampard attacks. 
<laughs> but like if I just look at it from like a like a tactical point of view, it wasn't bad. But in terms of how the stupid bozo goals we conceded, it yeah, I don't know. But but we missed chances as well. Ubi Ubi go on because Ubi you know we missed chances as well. Do you remember? Modric, Kahavas, Galahad. Oh yeah. In the very Maybe. end, I think uh Felix scored, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Felix yeah. scored. Yeah, assisted by uh, polit- uh not Polisic, I mean Ziyech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean that game was really depressing. It reminded me of the first game with Lampard. I'm talking mm-hmm. years back, you know. It, we mm-hmm. lost like four four nil and mm-hmm. you know kind of uh bad flashbacks. <laughs> but I mean it's true we had good chances and we were not uh terrible tactically but like i i don't know like the only reason why i thought or believed that we could beat them is that obviously united on paper are weaker than city and i said oh well if it's one nil against city then we can you know scrape something maybe like a draw against united but i was actually shocked to see that we were smashed 4-1 thankfully we scored a goal just you know to preserve our Dignity. Dignity, exactly. But but you know, I just get, I can't really recall the chances because yeah, I do. I do. Oh yeah, help. remember me. So Modric, who remembers the Modric <laughs> chance? The, the one I think uh what's his name? The left back, that Lewis Hall guy passed to Modric and mm-hmm. Modric can Oh can, yeah, that one. That yeah, he tried terrible. to do the the thing with his weak foot and do some trick was, and it just didn't work. Terrible. True, true, true. Then, true. I have a well, attempt to it tried, it tried to side foot it. I was actually speaking. I didn't know I was on mute. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The modric, the modric chance where he tried to side foot it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, terrible overall. <laughs> Honestly. Terrible. It was a terrible attempt. And I was, you know, when I was watching, I'm like, look at this goal. Like, this is a goal. And then he does that. I'm just like, screw this, guys. Then Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz does not know how to head a, head a ball. Like, what type of header was that? Your boy, man. It's your boy. <laughs> I told you. My boy. boy. But that was a terrible <laughs> attempt of a header. I don't know. Ray, do you remember? Uh, can I have it as a header? Yeah. yeah. Attempt of a oh, yeah, Point black header. Like, yeah. It was, it was so far away from, from, <laughs> from the goal. Like, I was like, what's this guy doing, man? <laughs> Bro, it was terrible. Ubi, do you remember? Do you remember the Kai Havertz header? Yeah, man. I mean... Actually, speaking of the header of Guy Havertz, in that game, in the United game, uh, I was impressed that we we had better, like aerial duels won. Mm. I think it was like sixty six percent won against them, mm. which is actually mm. quite impressive. As well as we had like seven shots inside the box and seven outsides. It's actually interesting because like usually we only shoot from inside the box, but that match, we we had the guts to shoot from the outside. Mind you, shot accuracy was really low, but at least we tried. So, like on paper, we even I think we even had more possession than United. So yeah, on paper mm-hmm. it wasn't the most you know atrocious game, but obviously the outcome speaks for itself, you know. But yeah, yeah. I have heard Modric and the others; they were just quite awful. In the end, Felix did it. <laughs> I said he did it. He did it. But um, he, another he person can't... down. Oh, sorry. I was going to say another person that was awful was um, Fofana. So, oh, yeah. yeah. 
Thank you, bro. Go on, go on, go on. Thank you for reminding me. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I remember what? now, like, because I think for fun, I gave away two goals. It was not two, yeah, it was two. Oh. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what was going on in his head, man. But let's just hope that it was like one of those one-off games. Although I know he has had like a game like that previously this season as well this year. Yeah, and I think after that particular United game, people started like bashing him and uh, bro, uh, you know the way Chelsea fans are reactionary. Uh, <laughs> reactionary man. And people forget so he just I, came off an injury. I I had a lot of of, of stuff that 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 day, but I was like, nah, man. Yeah. Uh, but Judah, yeah. Judah, let me ask you. Would you say would you say Frank Lampard could be blamed for that game because Galahad missed a big chance as well. Fofana was an idiot. Kairos was an idiot. Modric was an idiot. The whole squad was. Okay, yeah, I just I just feel like the at at that point the whole team just wanted the season to be done. You get you feel me? Like it was so obvious that you know they were not uh, yeah. there was no sort of cohesion and because if you can remember it's that same game where Enzo like was trying to take on the old United team and there was literally I, no Chelsea player in five yards close to him or anything, you know. If that's a that team can... with cohesion, like if that's a team that they are together and you know they they happiness mm. and you know you know that everyone is fighting for each other, bro. Like three, four guys will be around there trying to, you know, break up exactly. the old argument and stuff. But like where were the Chelsea players? Nowhere to be found. So yeah, like that's a very clear indication to you to for you to know that okay, these guys are not <laughs> They're not like a close knit group, and and it's obvious like they just wanted to get out of the pitch and you know <laughs> just play the ninety minutes and and walk off. Yeah. So yeah, but that's just to show you how low we we got to as towards the end of the <clears> season. <throat> and it's, it's just sad to see, but it's, it's was sad to see. Uh, how about the Gallagher chance? Do you remember the Gallagher chance? It was a header, wasn't it? No, it was like he he tried um, to shoot and he should have crossed, and then he missed. Like Enzo reversed the ball very and then Galahad decided decided to be an idiot, really. I don't know how you remember all these. No, not really. It's just what? that was like a big chance in the game. It was I'm bigger than truth is I, I couldn't like watch the match from start because uh I think it was at nine PM at least where I am. Nine PM, mm. like it was at late night. And I work until 10 p.m. So it's like I had to match on my phone while work. It's like I couldn't really focus much. And then second half, I watched a, you know, bro, last bro, 20 that's, that's, that's dedication, man. If I was the one, I wouldn't even bother, <laughs> bother watching the second half. <laughs> yeah. Because I think by the second half, we're already losing, isn't it? Like, if I was the one, I wouldn't even bother, man. <laughs> that's the, bro, the funny thing is that day my uh supervisor was there and he was like oh you watching the match and i was like yeah he like massively you just want to sit down to watch the match like, like no i don't I, so i turned <laughs> the shit off and then i, I just because again it was mad slow that day so like we weren't really doing anything so yeah. i just stood there and did nothing instead of watching the game because i'm like bro i'd rather just sit here and get paid all my money than watch you niggas <laughs> like i I'd, oh my god for the <laughs> Well, four goals down, and I was like, "Fuck!" Frank now, when I heard Felix was coming on, I turned I turned it back on. I was yeah, like, 
Yeah, he got the constitution goal. But I mean, like, it was I was like, fuck, Frank's getting beat again, like, at Old Trafford 4-0. This is like deja vu. But luckily, Ja Felix saved our asses yeah. a bit. Just a bit. Okay. Then we had Newcastle. I didn't watch the Newcastle game, so I'll, I'll let you guys talk about that one. I'm actually surprised we drew because I thought that we was a that was a flip. We actually just I don't know what they were doing. It was like we pressured the hell out of them. We created a lot of chances, and then I think at the beginning they had us a little bit. Then we just turned, we flipped it on them. We created hell of chances, and then we just couldn't finish. Uh, they should have lost that game. We are uh, playing uh, completely. Yeah. Actually, that game Kepo did really good. I remember against Newcastle, Kepo did good. The defense was quite awful. Between Chaloba and Aspiqueta, uh, the midfield was actually all right. Uh, Talk about, I think it was Loftus Cheek and Enzo, as well as Madueke. Finally, he had one of the greater games. I mean, I think Chokomeka as well came on and he was all right. Same as Wesley Fofana, he came on and he was all right. <laughs> Comparison to the Man United game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, that game was not awful. We were actually unlucky not to win it. As far as I remember, when you're talking about Chaloba there, when you said Chaloba and Aspilicueta there, what came to my mind was that second United goal when I think, I don't know who sliced through our defense and Chaloba was nowhere to be seen. Like Chaloba tried to save the ball, but it passed through and I think Martial scored or something. Bro, just a, bro, the clock. This, this reminds me of something. I never understood why um, Frank Lampard was starting Chaloba as as a left, left center back. Like, I don't know this that guy. He, he boggles my mind. Like in mind boggles me. Like I I don't know what goes on in, in his head, man. Like I don't know. He was starting Chaloba as left center back. Like I don't know. But yeah, God, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, for fun and Chaloba, they shocked. <laughs> the Newcastle game, I can't even. I wasn't bothered about the Newcastle game. Like I don't know. This is like the third or fourth season in a row. I've not watched Chelsea's last game. I do just don't get why. I didn't watch any game that day, actually, to be fair. Yeah. So yeah, you're because, saying because there was like nothing to to watch or like nothing to look ahead to or you know like yeah. 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 So you're telling me uh, I think the last Chelsea game I watched on last day was Chelsea <laughs> Aston Villa or we lost a red card or whatever. I think that was the last one I watched. Okay, um, so you're telling me Chelsea played well against Newcastle. That's mm-hmm. That was the last yeah. game of the season. So did we... I, I think it was a lap of honor or something. I don't know. Like, uh, the players went around the pitch and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about... Let's talk about Mason Mount. Let's talk about Lukaku. Let's talk about... Mm-hmm. I mean, Frank Lampard has gone. So no, listen. I'll be honest. This I don't ever think we should have an embargo on a certain person's name. He does not exist as a manager. Let's just talk about everything else, not him. Bro, he came to help us. He does not exist, Tommy. He we came- almost got relegated by that guy. When nobody, nobody wanted to help Chelsea. Like let's was- talk yeah. about the transfer news. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's talk about Mason Mount then. What were we saying about Mason Mount? Yeah, what's um, the latest? Yeah, so like, so this evening, for example, Fabrizio said that United already assured him that they are going to go for come for him or like you know make a bid and stuff. But 
whether that translates to them actually paying up, we are yet to see, or you know, we'll see about that. But I, personally, I feel like it's, it's going to United. I mean, they always end up paying for whoever they want at the end of the yeah. day. So I, I just feel like I feel like they're going to cough up probably 6am with Adams yeah. and Chelsea yeah. will probably accept that. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Chelsea will ever um, get a deal of 70m cash or something like that they are looking for. So I don't I don't think they will ever do that. But I guess they will just have to like settle for maybe 60m or something and with Adams. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like Mount is gone. I, I feel like it's gone. I, I don't I don't see yeah. anything. I'm actually surprised because I thought he'd go to Liverpool. So I'm surprised this United and Arsenal links are coming out. Yeah, that's he... why when people were saying he's going to go to Liverpool, yeah, I, was, I was telling people he's never like going to get the wage that he's looking for from Liverpool. Like, mm-hmm. never. Like, they would, IS, they'll probably offer him. It's the same thing that Chelsea is offering him, you know. And when it but... comes to that, obviously, it's not better for him just to stay in Chelsea than to go to Liverpool, except if. He probably doesn't have a guaranteed starting chance in Chelsea, you know. So, yeah. but I always knew that it's most likely not going to go to Liverpool because you know, I, I that kind of stingy, stingy with wages over there. Yeah, I thought you'd have cooked on the club. To be fair, I thought you'd be. I thought it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he played in the club system, his goal teller would be mad. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it will be top for them. So, I mean, we should probably be grateful that it's not going there <laughs> and he's going to United instead. <laughs> you yes. know? Bro, he's going to United to go play 10. Listen, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be like a flop there. I just I just don't see it, to be honest. I don't see it working anywhere near as well as had if he'd gone to Liverpool and played in club system. So, I agree. I agree. thank our lucky stars for that. I agree. Um, Ubi, what's your take on the Mason Mountain? I mean, his his move makes sense because, of course, as far as I know, anyway, uh, the only reason why he didn't stay is because of the money and wages and whatnot. And obviously, if he needed wages, like high ones, at United, he can achieve that. But I do agree with uh, Wraith that if he plays at number 10, he's not going to flop, but I don't know. He, he would have been, you know, better off playing with Klopp or Pep, yeah. even if he wanted him. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry to cut him. Do you guys actually think he's going to play number 10? Like, I mean, Bruno plays... I mean, where else is going to fit? On the wing? No, no. I think, no, no. I think it's still going to be a 4-3-3 because they've actually played 4-3-3 this season, you know? So people think that they just play 4-3-1. They? they actually play 4-3-3 in some one-off games, like in some games. And I think against when they played Tottenham, I think they played a 4-3-3 as well. So, so yeah, they play 4-3-3 at times and I feel like like he's going in there to replace Ericsson and he's going to be like four three three of Casemiro Mount and, and Bruno fair, fair, yes. how how that works out I don't how that works out I don't know. I mean we'll, we'll see. But yeah, I, I think it's definitely four three two. I didn't watch the FA Cup final so I can't really speak on United's formation right now. But fair enough. Okay. Um Ray, you wanna talk about something else before we talk about Lukaku? I don't want to talk about him either but <laughs> um, no, there's nothing I want to talk about. All right, cool. Let's talk about the season then. The season review. So, we can start from the start of the season. So, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I was like, it's about time we win the league. So, my mindset was like, Judah can testify. Judah and Ubi, actually. You guys can testify. I was like, oh, it's about time we win the league because obviously we had to cool at the helm and everything was going well. But obviously, we got smashed by Arsenal 4 0, and it kind of brought me down to earth that okay perhaps we might not win the league but I thought okay we'll still have a successful season 
And, well, the season started and we lost to Leeds. We lost to Southampton and we were looking shaky. I think it was sixth or whatever in September. And then we get this bombshell that Tuchel was sacked. And as soon as that bombshell happened, our season derailed. But, yeah, I think for me, that was like the moment of the season, really. I don't know about you guys, but, yeah. Uh, like, how are we going to do this? Oh, you can just re- can recall. Just do like, you can recall what you... Yeah, you can oh, recall okay. what you, about the season, really. Like, Yeah, it'll be go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I was saying, like, can you guys remind me when Tuchel was sacked? Or at least what month? September. September. Like, mid-beginning? No. Beginning uh, September 9th. She was sacked September, September 9th. Yeah. And then the Queen died... Oh, yeah, um, right because after that. that, and then yeah, the queen died right around that time. So we had like weeks. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I'm checking out the results we had. We actually had some awful results. Like we lost three nil with Tuchel to Leeds, and then two two one to Southampton. Yeah, and then and then that's it in terms of negative negative results with him. Yeah, and well, we drew Spurs, but you know. That's that. It was like yeah. a 2 2, our second match. Yeah, I mean, it, for me, just to be quick here, um, in the beginning of the season, I was as well like, yeah, we got to win the league, maybe Champions League round two. Again, yeah. it's the second time, well, third time, rather. But obviously, we had some problems tactically. I think Tuchel, I don't know if he did have his preseason, but it wasn't long enough. He had a problem. He even, I think, yeah, we were smashed by. Arsenal 3 or 4 nil in the preseason speaking. Mm-hmm. And he said like the problem comes from players and you could see the the falling started, you know, before even the, the season began. So, you know, I think psychologically we were not there and that really played a role. I think Indeed. drawing to Spurs yeah. 2-2 and then yeah. right after that losing to Leeds 3-0, I mean, just smashed our hopes. I, I know it was early days, but like it's important to start the season in a good way and we haven't and you know that affected us. Then carrying the sacking into Potter began quite all right, I guess, with him, but then, you know I mean you guys know what happened with Potter and then he was sacked <laughs> and then Lampard. Well actually before Lampard we had the Bruno guy, the yeah. And then Lampard, yeah, I mean, it was a messed up season, man, like from literally from the beginning. And I think a lot of factors were played, such as, you know, Tuchel fall back with his players, maybe with the hierarchy uh, because of the owners and whatnot. I don't know. It could be many things. I'm not an expert in this field, but at least I think when you start it badly, it will never be good in the end. It's kind of like the base of our performance. If it was bad, then <clears> the season <throat> will be bad. At least that's what I believe, man. Yeah. But yeah well, I, I, take. I, I think it's a case of like, because Man City don't start good generally and they always finish well. The United as well, Vintage United, they always like start bad and finish well. So it just depends, really. And also, let's not forget, amazing, we had an amazing transfer window. Let's not forget that. But yeah, go on. Judah, you want to say something? Yeah, no, I just wanted to rebut to uh, well, what you said. Uh, you can start badly and stay end well. For example, Conte, when he was, you know, manager of Chelsea, the first yeah. season, he didn't, he didn't start well. Exactly. Until, until he changed to a three at the back. 
And what yeah. happened that season? We won the league. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's literally a perfect example for you. So yeah, go on, go on um, with it. Yeah, I mean, it's true that not every time that we, if we don't start well, then the season will be bad. That's not what I meant. It's not like an easy math thing. But like still, it plays a role. Because when you think about it, uh, true, we had a really fantastic uh, transfer window. But like a lot of the players are not only young, but there wasn't much leadership. It's true yeah. we have Thiago Silva and Aspilqueta, you know, they're like old and leaders and whatnot. But yeah. like, it's not like the last season or even two seasons ago when we won the Champions League. Something felt different. When you bring on too many new players, like over six at once, and expect (laughs) them to just click. I mean, it's not like some FIFA, you know, you just (laughs) sign players and then make chemistry and then play on. Like, it doesn't work like that. They really need to connect with each other, even outside of football, so that they have this bond or whatever. Bond. Exactly. And it could be reflected on the pitch. Sometimes you just see, apart from Enzo, which it's a surprise to me that Enzo is like the only one. Yeah, he's he's like not only settled down, but he really fights for the badge. It comes to mind the the Man's United game, the last game, one of the last games of the season. I don't know when he stood up to uh, Bruno Fernandes after the penalty. Like it was really, I don't know if you guys remember that moment. He Mm -hmm. was the only one to just, you know, more like, be right. like, hey, just, I don't know, don't make fun of us. We're still Chelsea, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one gave a damn. I guess Kepa maybe helped them a bit, but that's it. And it's a bit sad. Like, we lost this, or it seems to be like we lost this, I don't know what to call it, the spirit of, you know, pride of London or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're still Chelsea. We're still the only club in London to have a Champions League. We're still, you know, heritage. Just look at the last 20 years. I mean, a lot of uh, quote big clubs like Arsenal and whatnot don't even have that heritage, and they still make fun of us that we're Genocide. like twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, freaking West Ham has more European prestige than 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 Arsenal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when it comes to cups, yeah. <laughs> so it's just sad to, as I was saying, like it's sad to see this uh, spirit kind of gone. I guess it doesn't exist because the players are young and... I hate you, bro. I... Yeah, like they don't know the club yet. They don't love it, maybe. Who knows? Some of them came for money. Mudrik comes to mind to me. I mean, we're not talking about this, but he's one of the biggest flops we ever signed. He's even worse than Timo Werner that used to get offside all the time, in my opinion. But hey, that's another topic. I don't want to mix up subjects for you guys. But yeah. when you think about you know, Mudrik and these, they just came for the club for the money. Let's be real. <laughs> and that really affects the performance <clears throat> and the bond. I don't know what you guys think, but yeah, that's my take. Ray, what do you want to say? Ray, you know Oh, me. You? Oh, yeah. Um, the season. So, so I think early signs of the season, I think the injuries were an indication that, you know, things weren't going to start well because we had Kovacic without a decent amount. Um, Kante was not there after game one. And even Jorginho saw like a reduction. And I think, I don't know if it was Tuchel who um, just stopped playing him, but he, you saw the reduction in his minutes. So like our midfield already wasn't great. And then that's why we had to play, for example, got like in a pivot, which again, terrible idea. Might've, <laughs> he should have, he should have maybe changed the system. Again, I'm not a coach. So for some of them, they might, we might think, it, oh, it's easy to do this. I don't know. That's one of the reasons as to why we, we lost to Leeds because all they did was press Gallagher and just use and just, you know, come yes. off him. But I think the beginning of the season was not 
was not good at all. Um, and I think the players who were here have a huge part to play in that, whether it was their attitude and whether that came from, let's say, the sanction, because I do think it affected some of them in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that um, some of them obviously were just weren't playing for him. And then some of them, they just weren't good enough. And that might be a like that that might be probably the largest, you know, reason as to why we did well at the first half of the season. But if we kept him, there is a chance we could have done what um done what Liverpool have done because when at the beginning of the season, as bad as we were, Liverpool were way worse than we were. We were mm-hmm. fifth when he got sacked with a game in hand. So if he won our game in hand, we would have been fourth. Mm-hmm. And then we would have been kind of just within that top four race. And mm-hmm. let's say he came up with a new system or because we see this all the time where coaches that haven't been like obviously with content, we've seen it with Klopp, but like who was below us, I think they were 13th or 14th and they just went to fifth. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very possible. And let's say we got all the way to January, we were still fifth or sixth. There was a very good chance we would be in Europe, maybe Europa League. We could even been in the Champions League possibly because some of the teams in the fourth, fifth and sixth spots, you could even argue in United to a certain degree. They're not really that impressive. Um, so some of the goals we leaked, even though we had the third best defense, we probably would have had a better defense. Um, yeah. Also, I think the leadership we're looking for, that's probably one of the bigger things that would have come from him, even though you don't have a senior person on the squad. You know uh-huh. that when you go back to that locker room, you're going to have to look TT in the face. So you have to give you 100%, oh. even if even if shit is, shit is not going well. So I hear you. Um, um, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Judah, what do you want to say before we talk about like the Porter, when Porter came in and all that? But what can you say about the initial part of the season? What was your mindset at at the time? Okay, so for the first part of the season. Um, yeah. yeah for, so like the thing is that, like the both speakers have said, um, we had a good transfer window. At least I've like 80% or so of the fan base thought so. <laughs> so... I mean, you know, going into the season, um, we're a bit, a bit shaky. And if you guys can remember, I think we lost to Arsenal, isn't it, in the preseason yeah. game? Where, you know, everybody started, yeah, where we all, like, raised eyebrows and were like, okay, <laughs> like, what's, what's going on here, you know? And then, you know, the season started and it was a bit, yeah, and there, you know, it was a bit shaky. And before we could even like gather our thoughts or you know make a judgment or whatever, next thing we do <laughs> took took our sucked. So yeah, I mean, and obviously, as we all know, this season literally like just mm. went downhill from from that point basically. But so yeah, I mean, for the initial part of the season, it was um, I would say it was underwhelming for Chelsea standard, but. At the same time, there were like some eyes, but the eyes were, I think it was probably just with Tuchel. And for example, maybe the Tottenham game, you know, even yeah. though we should have won that game, but at least it was like, you know, <laughs> with the drama at the end and all that, you know, it was like classic Chelsea drama, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But I feel yeah. like with the other two coaches that we had after Tuchel, that's something that, you know, you can literally never get from from both of them. So, uh-huh. but yeah, yeah. And, you know, stuff like that actually affects the dressing room and, you know, it passes on to the players. But unfortunately, they went for a coach that, that doesn't have that sort of charisma and, you know, character. No, and, yeah, and when, like, they appointed Potter, yeah, 
I was also like, I didn't, I, I wasn't in, in line with his appointment, to be honest with you. And my only reason was not even because of tactical reason or whatever, or maybe he's, he's the man or something. So it's just because um, British coaches never like, they never like make it, like they never do well. And it's, it's kind of a non thing. Like, once, once, once you're English, you know. I mean, so say whatever you want to say, but it's a proven fact, you know. Like the only yeah, person that's probably doing well among them right now is Ediao, and even that one, he, you know, he's on. I'm, I'm, I'm watching him closely. Basically, let's let's see what you know he can do with the Newcastle team he has in the next few seasons. But yeah, basically, when when he got signed, I was, I was like, I was a lot skeptical, a lot because I don't I don't feel like they they've got what it takes, and I feel like. They, they they don't just because they don't receive the correct criticism that they deserve, they they feel like they're protected and stuff like that. For example, yeah, when Chelsea were literally like we were literally heading for rock bottom, you still saw people like Matt Law and the likes literally defending mm-hmm. this Potter guy, you know, coming out with <laughs> positive positive um um what's it called? Um Running stats, and, yeah, yeah, and stuff like exactly. Imagine you get stuff like running stars, getting stuff like XG, blah blah blah. And I'm like, bro, we we have eyes, and we are all seeing that these guys are not, you know, playing for this manager anymore. I can't, I can't remember countless time where, you know, Matlow was bringing out PR reports that the players were happy with with Spotter, that they want to make it work, blah blah blah. This that you know and. Literally, maybe goes out. We we saw reports that you know they obviously were not happy, and some of them were doubting him. So, but yeah, that's part of the issues that I had with appointing a British manager, and yeah, they all came to fruition. Don't forget the bonding exercise, all the emotional intelligence. Yeah, took them to military camp, did this, and at the end of the day, nothing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day, no no points to everything, you know. So yeah, it's just crazy, but. Now, I mean, for me, the Porter thing, right? Like, it was a case of like, okay, let me give this guy a chance. Yes, I love Tuku so much. Yes, Tuku was sacked, but let me give this guy a chance. That's my own thinking at the time. Because I remember, mm-hmm. I, Rate and Tori reacted. We made a, a reaction episode actually. I remember, and you guys reacted, and we're just like, oh, let's give Porter some time. Da da da. You know, we we don't need to, you know, treat him bad because you know we all love Tuku and all that. Porter came in, I think he won nine in a row, and then all of a sudden, I think he went, like, was it 11 or 20 games? No, he didn't win nine in a row. He went nine unbeaten, so there was, like, five games, one, four drawn or something like that. Yeah. And then he went, I think he went, like, 20 games without a win or something like that. Correct. He went five in 20, like, he he had, like, a couple of wins in that 21-game stretch. Yeah, but there was that that period he didn't win, do you remember, right? Well, we're like begging for a win. We finally beat Leeds, Leeds, but prior to Leeds, we were like dropping points here. And uh, I can't remember if it was like maybe 15 games start to win or 18 games start to win. I don't know if you guys remember. Under Potter. I do not. What? I don't either. But look, man, I understand like stats speak for themselves, but like we were really awful under, under Potter. Like we were all yeah. right in the beginning, like maybe a few games. And, yeah. But then things started to go out of hand as if the players started to disrespect the coach or like not give him importance we're like oh yeah he's just a nice guy and that's it and sometimes 
some players at least need some discipline, need some leadership, even to just show them like, hey, I'm in charge. I'm not saying like he should have beat them up or something. I'm just saying like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, show up your yeah, you're a coach of Chelsea. It's not bright. Uh, you are correct, man, because even Sterling came out like in an interview and inside towards something like that, you know? So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, these players, they, I mean, they, at the end of the day, they are humans, and sometimes when you overcompass someone, it gets to their head. And you know, sometimes you need like a, an iron fist, especially like with the amount of huge <clears throat> squad that we had. You know, you can't just please everyone and want to please everyone. Like, I remember, you know, in bringing on ZX, literally, like few two days or, or the next day after the guy was meant to leave, you know, you're bringing him up. up on in a game that I think we're yeah. even losing, you know, so imagine stuff like that. So I don't know, I just felt like he, he kind of wanted to please everyone and it was literally not just possible because the amount of squad that he had. So I I, I mean at times I, I'm like I feel for him a bit because the owners themselves they didn't put him in a good uh like how do I put it? They didn't they didn't up up his cause, let me put it that yeah, way. They said an order to fail basically is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> set him up. Yeah. So because you can't spend hundred how much they spend in transfer window? Hundred million or I can't remember. No, they spent three hundred mil. They spent yeah, three hundred yeah. mil in January. Yeah, the first period in January, man. That's why, like, yeah. when when they were spending that money, yeah, and uh, people were telling me that, oh, they 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 will be happy with top six or this that that you know they 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 are not expecting much. But I'm like, are you guys are you guys moving mad or something? Like, you are seeing these guys spending a lot, and you think that they don't expect they don't expect like. Um, crazy things from from Potter. Like, why would they ever spend that kind of money and not expect him to win the Champions League, for example? Or you know, because we we're still in the Champions League by then, we had not even played Dortmund. So you yeah. know, it was so obvious that they were recruiting to go far in the Champions League or like you know do something in the Champions League. But unfortunately, of, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Unfortunately for them, they didn't realize that they don't have the the coach that has the capacity yeah. to, to do something like that. Like they were just asking too much from him. And yeah, yeah that was his downfall basically. Yeah. But before going, Judah, do you remember when we went like how many games did I win under Potter? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like I think this was got to eighteen or something before yeah. <laughs> before the guy finally had the win. I'm surprised. Like no, 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 no. We went on a streak right where we won like four and seventeen. Is no, that that's no, 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 no. There was a streak where we didn't win, bro. Like we literally didn't win from I think it's not was it not from December or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been January to March, I think. Like, like yeah, yeah. So like we literally didn't win at all. Like they were just yeah. like draws against West Ham, draws against um who else did they draw to? You know, like you know, they were just like yeah. picking up draws and losing. They literally didn't win any game. Well, we had like thirty eight or thirty nine points, and we couldn't even reach to forty for like yeah, yeah. <laughs> We kept yeah. on losing. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, it was that game. You remember after the World Cup, right? It was the Dortmund game. We beat Dortmund two. Sorry, Bournemouth. We beat Bournemouth two 0 Then after we beat Bournemouth two 0 we could not win a game after that. We were fucked. So that's what I'm referring to. After the World oh, Cup, okay. you remember? And then we we finally broke the record by beating Leeds at home one 0 when Fofana scored the header. But that was like a, a long stretch, maybe like two months. True. It's no, not true. True. 
Yeah, really and, and, you know, the thing that mind boggles me about the Potter guy, yeah, is that, for example, before we went for the World Cup break, yeah, the cracks were already straight. Like, it was literally... I can remember we played Newcastle and we played Arsenal, isn't it, before, before yeah. the World Cup, and, you know, they beat us. You like, saw like, the lineup, bro. That was and, one of the worst exactly. lineups so, I've yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, so like the cracks were already showing, man. And I think he did an interview and they asked him, yeah, I think, yeah, they asked him, like, what is he going to be doing during the World Cup? And yeah. my man literally said he's taking a break. Like, that is going, <laughs> he's taking a break with his wife and children. I'm like, bro, you're meant to be working, thinking about how you're going to get this thing firing, but instead you are taking a break with the missus like so yeah i mean it was meant to be obvious to him that bro you need to get your shit together man but i mean unfortunately for him it it was literally like he didn't even do any homework or whatever throughout the 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 whole world cup and i mean yeah another thing yeah another thing like we should i think we should actually mention if we're like doing this every few you guys remember, like, when he first came, he actually wanted to, like, play his Brighton style. So, like, for example, I mean, you can, if you guys remember, the games where he had Sterling at wing-back, he had Pulisic, I think, at a point as well at wing-back. You know, like, he was trying to implement the the Brighton style where he, sometimes he had McAllister playing wing-back. He had Solimash <laughs> doing a, crazy, a craziness, you know, like, <laughs> putting players in, in weird positions. But... Like, do you guys? I, why? Why did he actually stop that? Because at a point, I felt like it was almost working for him. But I don't know. I just don't know why he stopped that. I I feel like it's probably like some sort of. No, the end, yeah. We had a couple of yeah, fullbacks in yeah, because he was actually playing the three at the back, you know, and using Sterling as as the wing back, and you know, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like the pressure, the pressure was just too much for him, man. He couldn't handle yeah. Bro, like, that guy got so much time to, like, fix his shit, and he never did. Yeah, but, yeah, that's it. Like, from September to April, Manika, like, that is such a long time. And he didn't do anything with it, like... That was the just boy, the boys gave everything. Let's <laughs> not, not, not talk about the boys giving everything. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that line. You know, that should be that was actually a famous line for this season. This is yeah, right. this that, season, that, the title that, of the that, episode. That, I know, that, that, no, that, that, no, should, that should be the title. <laughs> I know, mm, right? No. Uh, <laughs> We had, I, I mean, that, 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 that's when we really had many people a lot. But know, like, people right. were tight as hell. Just going, <laughs> Bro, man. I, 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 you know, that, that just made me remember another thing. I can't, I can't ever believe, like, I can't ever, like, believe this guy actually said we're going to win the fucking Champions League. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen, let's, 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 let's probably was that. high or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but you know what's funny? What's funny is, I remember, I remember people saying, oh, um, there's no need to be Porter out because this this owners are gonna stick to Porter no matter what. So it's kind of surprising they sacked Porter, you know. Yeah, but guys, no, saying, at at a point it it seemed like they were moving that way. Like it seemed like they were they were actually moving that way. Like they were going to stick with him no matter what. And you know, like after even the sacking, you know, with various reports saying that Bully didn't want to sack him, this that that Bully really enjoyed, you know. His company or something I'm like go and marry the guy if you're enjoying his company that much, you know. 
<laughs> but like you know, there were reports saying. I mean, that could just be PR, though. But I mean, we we can only go by reports that we see. So yeah, I mean, there were reports like saying that Bully was the one hesitant about sucking him and stuff, and you know, mm-hmm. like Bully was, wasn't confused and wasn't moving that way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, before we move on, um, Ubi, I'm curious to know your thoughts on the whole Potter thing. I know you spoke about it, but just more, I just want to know. Wait no, 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 man, man, will yeah. we violate him, please? Man, just to be brief, I think yeah. it's I don't understand how someone like Potter, where okay, prior to Chelsea, he wasn't an awful manager, but of course he wasn't proven. I think he had like won like a Swedish cup or something, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's the only cup he ever won. Probably if I was a manager in Sweden, I could have won it. I mean, <laughs> no cap, but but I mean. <laughs> Apart from that, that an unproven manager yeah. managing Chelsea and flopping in the beginning and then going on like streaks with no wins and just draws, that's not a unbeaten. To me, it, it doesn't sound right. Like, I don't care if we draw 20 mm. games and then people say, oh, we're unbeaten. That doesn't work like that, man. That's crap. <laughs> it's like getting yeah. 20 points from 20 games is nothing. So it's like he had a lot of times, and not only time, by the way, but he had the players, exactly the players he wanted. We spent 120 yeah. mil on, on Enzo, which I'm not complaining. And I'm happy we got that guy. He's really good. Yeah. But he got the players he wanted. He, he got the time. Uh, he was tested in Champions League, I think FA Cup. Yeah. I might be wrong here, but also Carabao Cup. I don't, no, you're sure right. It. You're right. You're right. He, he, he was exactly he was tested in different competitions. He even tested different formations and tactics. Nothing worked, especially towards the end. And he was still not sacked until it was like already later, like, oh, let's just grab Lampard, you know, just to make the fans happy. And yeah. to be honest, I was happy, like sentimentally happy because like Lampard is club legend as a player speaking, of course. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, finally we got rid of Potter, you know. And I think some people went to protest Potter out and stuff in front of Sanford Bridge. They had a lot of um, pressure from the media. I think that's why they sacked him in the, in the very end. And that's why they even said that it was like mutual. So we didn't have to give him like 50 mil or something as a compensation, okay. which is good. So, you know, I just can't believe how much time he had and help and players and money and competitions and tactics. And he still failed. It's like, no. you have one job, dude. I mean, we had awful managers managing Chelsea, but not as much as him, in my opinion, yeah. at least. In the modern era, like, don't tell me yeah. in the 1980s. I didn't even exist, man. <laughs> but I'm just yeah. saying. I think, hands down, this was the worst season. Like, worst, most depressing. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. So, you know. Um, okay, before we talk about Bruno Salter, great guy, let's talk about... Uh, I'm just gonna say, um, to, why do you want to talk about Bruno Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk, talk about Bruno. I was gonna say, this. I was gonna say, this, um, my, my mother only one game and dipped, man. Like, why? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, I, let me educate you guys, man. Go say what you're gonna say. I was gonna say, to Porto's to, to to defense, yeah. Um, he didn't select the players that came, like Enzo. He didn't even want Enzo, and also he got Man City twice in the Carabao Cup and in the FA Cup. So you can't really blame him too much, you know. Bro, but <laughs> sorry, just real quick, bro. How come? Yeah. Okay, the City part, I object because Tuchel had City three times and he beat them. 
He smashed them, man. And one of the one in 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 Champions League final with a worst, arguably worst squad. So don't tell me City once or twice. It doesn't matter. Tuchel had them three times, and he beat them. We only lo- we didn't lose to City with Tuchel. Maybe we did like the next season, but that season when we won the Champions League, we didn't lose to City not even once, man. So that's not an excuse. That's it. <laughs> that's just my comment about the City thing. But yeah, go on. Tommy? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, somebody is calling me. Go, go on. <laughs> well, we, am I talking about Bruno Salto? Yeah, go on, bro. Talk about Bruno Salto. Now, listen. Listen. It's very rare, right, that you get your own pep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get someone in the mold and the look of Pep Guardiola to come to your club. <laughs> when you look at Bruno Saltor, right, again, his head might be a little elongated, but I could see the vision. I saw the aura. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause, uh, no, but to, to be quite honest, I think he looked very competent, like, as a manager. Like, when he was here that one game, and people say, oh, it's one game, but, like, the setup, the, the structure we've been crying for since Paul fucking came to the club and left, was finally there. He knew yeah. what zones for these players to occupy. The defense looked fine. Um, he knew how to create. Like he got, he got them in so many good positions. And it's like, okay, obviously this guy's not fucking elite. And I'm kind of just leaning into the joke of him being Pep. But I think him just being there for that one game kind of showed, okay, if you have a guy who can at least somewhat steady the ship, you know what I'm saying, knows how to structure the players, well enough to where you don't concede too much, you can create enough. Yeah, and you get Bruno Saltor. So like that's why, I, and I I, I lean into it because like it, it's like a meme, you know what I'm saying? He's he's this guy who's coming to save the club, and he's some random unknown dude who who's bald like Pep and and all that. But I think um, he came and did a job. If he was here longer, I, I don't know, he would honestly win more games. But that's just me. I mean, um, I see your point. I see your point, but. Can we really sign managers based on not only one game, but based on just potential? Because, of course, he's not even proven in terms of, you know, what's his cabinet, what's his trophies, what did he do? Just because, like, I really see your point, man. But, like, we're talking about Chelsea, and we've always signed players or managers that have potential, and then they flopped, and it looked really bad for us. One of them Mm. that comes to mind. I'm not talking about about him him being signed. I'm just talking about the difference he like this is supposed to be your assistant and your assistant is picking his first 11 and he's done a better job than you you yeah. know what i'm saying and right. showing right. how to manage a game so like yeah, obviously I, he's not a guy who i'm thinking okay this guy in one or two years is going to be like a deserve you know what i'm saying well i think that guy is going to be probably one of the best managers in the world but yeah. He's the guy who's better than the guy who was supposed to lead us into the next era, and that's an embarrassment. Um, I mean, you know, he had body language yeah. as well. Nah, nah. Guys, 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 let's not do this. Let's, let's. Dude, dude, dude <laughs> wants to rain on my parade when it comes to Bruno Saltor, man. Let me uh, happy. Nah, I just feel like, I just feel like, <laughs> bro, it was just a case of muscle memory, man. Like, it was literally a copy and paste from, from Potter, man. Because <laughs> it was just, it was just muscle memory because we still had the same XG issue and the same, you know, players missing chances and, you know, 
playing well, but like somehow not still winning the game. And you know, it was literally left to, to me. It was literally just like they just copy and paste Potter. <laughs> I just I just Potter. put him in there, but <laughs> this one is just Potter with more aura and more <laughs> more aura and more like charisma and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, but I mean, but to be fair, I would have. I mean, this is probably me in hindsight talking, but I feel like I would have probably preferred that guy to stay on instead of Lampard. But but that's just me though, because bro, Lampard is shit, man. That, that, that was that was that was my he's, point. He's, he's, he's a club legend, but but yeah, nah, he's, he's not just him. He's not him. <laughs> well, coming to Lampard, don't worry. We're coming to Lampard. We'll do a deal. Oh yeah, Lampard. listen. Um. Yeah, this is where I take my sabbatical. Um, I've had a lot of fun speaking to everyone here. Um, everyone knows I dislike Frank Lampard. Anything <laughs> to do with him, I don't want to talk about. He's the worst <laughs> manager I've seen in my entire life. I have not seen a manager worse than him. He can't set up an 11. He can't structure a midfield, a defense, or an att- Well, he can structure an attack. But everything else, he's horrible at. And his license should be revoked to the manager. I <laughs> thank you all for listening to me, Ubi, he doesn't have and, a license, bro. Yeah. He doesn't have a license. <laughs> he, no, 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 no. He, he he got the first like two parts of the UFA license. Has, no, no, Listen. he has like I think Continental B or something like that. Like he doesn't yeah, have the license. He bro. doesn't have the real one. But yeah, um, it was fun speaking to all of you. I despise this guy, and I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> Wait, That'll hold on. Good. Well, let's get Ubi. Let's get Ubi. Ubi, what's your take on the Frank Lampard? Rain because I think we were in so obviously we beat Dortmund and we qualified for the Champions League quarterfinals, right? And then everybody was filled with like optimism and everybody thought, Oh, Chelsea do what Chelsea do best and win the Champions League again. But lo and behold, oh, actually, we'll link to Nagel's man, we'll link to Enrique. But lo and behold, Todd Bowley and Co. decide to buy themselves more time and they go hire Frank Lampard. So, yeah, Ubi, what was your opinion? Ubi Judah. And the whole like Frank Lampard tenure and all that. I mean, of course, we we came off uh, Potter and stuff, and to me, anything was better. As I said in the beginning of the episode, like I was like, oh yeah, it's okay, Frank Lampard. Like I know he's not the best, but how how bad can it be? You know, like before <laughs> we played so the first game with him, <laughs> but then <laughs> I was shocked. I'm like, okay, maybe one bad game, and then second and then oh well maybe two two you know third is the charm and then i'm like okay <laughs> it's just another case of it was an awful signing but yeah. i don't i don't know like i don't know who could have came on for, to to just carry us through the season like i don't mm. know if enrique and Nagelsmann actually wanted to to take over from that yeah. point maybe not i'm not I sure them wanting they bought teams like really want them they wanted to do like a thorough process and, and you know stuff like that so yeah no but uh, you can also blame the players you know you can't really say okay lampard was that shit don't get me wrong lampard, lampard was that shit some of the goals we conceded right if he knew number one you know our, our team is already susceptible to counterattacks you try to play a 4-3-3. Not only do you try to play a 4-3-3, you set that midfield up to fail. So every time Thiago Silva, Fofana, or these guys are facing one v one and they make a bozo mistake, it goes back to you. Because the majority of that is your fault because you set them up in a way where they're facing hella 1v1s and eventually either they get tired 
want to make a mistake or whatever it may be. So it goes back bro, to the manager. So yeah, ninety percent of bro. the the, the trolls we had at the end of the season was his fault. Oh, bro, this guy, this guy was literally playing the island with Thiago Silva. He was literally oh. doing a five man, a five man press. Like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, I was seeing Conor Gallagher as second striker or something from midfield. Like, what, what was going on here? Like, Gallagher was just like running around the field like an endless chicken, not like yeah. just. Present randomly, like you know, there's difference between present with a pattern, and you know, they like the players seem like they know what they're doing, and there's yeah. difference between they just present at random at once or something like. like it was just such a scattergun, you know, I... um, approach and all that, and yeah, man, bro, it was the sad thing to watch, man. I, and, I think the, I think the worst yeah, game think... the Madrid won which you got red card. I think that was the worst game for me, for like Lampard's tenure. I mean. You know, um, no, I'm not sure if I can remember any game but that was at the Benibel. We lost two 0 at the Benibel. That was a, it was terrible. Like everything about that game was disgusting. But yeah, it's okay. Okay, so, so the season is over. No, no, not really. But I think that's anything I've said about Frank Lampard. I mean, he came to help our season, but didn't really help. In fact, like. This is why I say I blame the players as well because the players don't like help at all. It kind of it, it fucked up his career and it fucked up Chelsea even more. Because whose fault? Think... Whose fault is that? <laughs> whose fault but, is that? I don't think any manager would have gotten a tune out of the players. The players were so bad. In my opinion, I, I agree with you, Tommy. Like I'm not saying Lampard is an elite manager. He's not even close to that. But like at that point, especially towards the end of the season, any manager, mm-hmm. even Pep himself, if he came to you know coach. These mm-hmm. players, they would have flopped. We would have lost and drawn and whatever. Maybe won a bit more games, sure. But I feel like, of course, there's a huge blame on Lampard. I'm not trying to you know, <laughs> give him a clean sheet. But like, also the players, they were really, really bad. Even with Bruno. like It was like a goalless draw, I think, against Liverpool. The only game mm-hmm. we played with him. Mm-hmm. You see this, the players, like they, they have the same shit mentality. They have the same attitude the same i don't know they were not clinical it's like it's actually literally what tuchel said after we lost to arsenal in the preseason game that the problem comes from the players and i do not blame him it's like how can we win the champions league with the same players and then one or two seasons later these players are shit it's the players not the managers the same players give and take they they went through like four different coaches in like two years and when you see a decline, it's not the coaches, it's the players. Of course, yeah. coaches help improve them, improve the players, make them better, maybe, I don't know, more clinical, set up better tactics. <clears throat> but like, when the players are bad or they don't want to play for the club or they want more money or they're just in it for the money or who knows, yeah. for the fame or whatever, it doesn't work like that. We need yeah. players like Essien. We need players like Drogba. I mean, these players will never come back. Or someone like them, like their regen or whatever. It's just yeah. a bit sad, you know, as a Chelsea fan who enjoyed trophies and, you know, pride and stuff, seeing these players, the young ones that don't care about the club, still there, yeah. getting paid a lot. It's just sad, man. It's just yeah. really sad. Uh, hey. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey. Okay, um, so we finished 12th and that's it, really. Um, Let's talk about... Okay, do you guys think Eden Hazard will come back? Or there's no reason? Sure. Why are we talking about things? This, this is nonsense, man. Come on. Wait, Judah, Judah, go on. Judah. 
Uh, no, I was just going to say, so we're really not going to talk about our fans like Toby and maybe even Ubi <laughs> were like saying that um, Tugal came in during mid-season, his first game was against Wolves and we won the Champions League and Lampard was <laughs> going to come in first game against Wolves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just laughing, man, when, <laughs> when fans actually, like, literally believed that, like, and I mean, come I on. Believe, I said it's possible. I didn't believe it. I said it's possible. I mean, yeah, we're just but, being um, positive, man. <laughs> exactly. You know. <laughs> but, um, Ray, I want to talk about Eden Hazard. You want to, uh, you don't think, uh, you don't want Hazard to come back. I don't, I don't, I don't like to, do, bruh, listen, if you have an ex, you leave her in the past. We have to stop talking about these people that were here years ago. Eden Hazard is gone. Uh, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to bring any, there's nobody from the past that I want back at this club. It's first not Eden Hazard in the state okay. he's in now. No. Right. So like bring back bring back the Hazard to what point, bro? Like that's my question for you. Like, like to what to what play, end? To play him at center AM. Sorry, C A M. So where where is Nkuku going to play then? Okay, so here's my point. Like bringing Hazard back will help his career. You know. Do you care about his career or do you care about It'll bring back that. That's not even the point. Like, bro, he's like 32 or 33 or something. He's not holding He's 31, I think. He's 31. 31. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so, bro, what career are you happy anymore? Like, his his career is... I don't know. I don't want to say over, bro. I mean, the career is coming to an end already. So, so what career are you happy now, man? It's like that time... It's like leadership. Like, you know that time Drogba came back that won the league? Mourinho brought Drogba back just for, like, leadership and all that. I think perhaps we need Hazard to have that, like... like I see see your point, Tommy. I see your point. Yeah. Personally, I agree. Like, of course, I do agree that Hazard's... um, career is basically over especially with his age and injury record and stuff and i'm sure even if he came back let's say like hypothetically he wouldn't be the same obviously no one is claiming that but like leadership maybe put him with you know minor teams like i don't know we don't have southampton anymore it's kind of funny but you know these (laughs) small teams or maybe like a carabao cup especially the beginning or fa cup the beginning rounds to show especially the wingers like Mudrik and those how it's done like uh-huh. it's it's not the same you know it kind of what you said about Drogba when he came back and we won the league like I don't think that would happen because still Drogba was a really good player I think he was playing to Galatasaray before he came to Chelsea if I'm not mistaken yeah yeah, yeah. I mean yeah he was playing game in game out like unlike Hazard where he played like I don't know six games the whole season Scoring like twice or something or once, even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I do agree with the leadership role. It's what I said even one of my previous points that this team, the young team, they need these leaders to just yeah. show them how it's done, to just guide them and whatnot. So I don't think if if he requires like really low wages, why not? It's a win-win. It's like he's a free agent, actually. Exactly. Pay Madrid anything? No, it's, it's not free. It's not a win-win because you pay a lot of money. The agent fees and the bonuses when you sign these type of players. And if you're going to sign a 31-year-old Eden Hazard, whose output isn't there, he's injury-prone, and he's already above the age profile we need, it just doesn't... It just feeds into the whole narrative of this club is just scattergun, and we can't keep doing 
um, things because of sentiment, especially not to Hazard. He was here for seven years. I don't want to see him stinking up the pitch at 31. <laughs> so no. we should let him suffer. We should let him suffer. Let him, reti- let him retire, man. This is not retire? This, this is your awesome. retirement home. This he is not like Arsenal, years, man. And if you're an Arsenal like- fan, your club was a retirement home for a long time, and I hope you know that. Yeah. That will never be Chelsea. First, first. I mean, he still has like three years in him, in my opinion. But I, I hear you. I, I guess it's like, you know, taking the emotional aspect out of it. But I think leadership, I think Ubi and I uh, agree on this, the leadership aspect of it. I think, and the good vibes as well. We all know Eden had that good vibe and we need that good vibe again at Chelsea. Well, you what know? leadership are you looking for when we already have enough old players that are probably not going to start the next season as, already? As because is dead, there's no inch that he's leaving and I don't think he's going to leave because Barcelona are no longer in for him and there's no other reports of him leaving or anything. So, as is dead. He can what? leave. He can anywhere. America, Saudi but Arabia. No, there's no link, man. That's what I'm saying. As at this moment in time, just the way there's no link to Azad, there's no link of Aspen going anywhere. So you get what I'm saying. There's Thiago Silva yeah. as well there. So I mean, how many old players or something do you need in a squad? <laughs> so right, yeah, right. and like right, like Ubi, like Ubi said, it's not even like the situation of Drogba, for example, where he was playing week in week out at Galatasaray at a top level. You know, he, this guy has been struggling with injuries and all that. So yeah, you need to learn to move on, bro. Move on. This is the same way you. This is the same yeah. way you hyped up. You hyped up Lampard, and uh, we know the end. <laughs> it fell flat on his face. No, okay, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, let's talk about Lukaku then. I mean, again, on the previous episode, we all spoke about like, oh, who we think will win the, the Champions League and all that. I think Ray said Inter. I think Judah. I can't remember who you said. Mm. I know Ubi said he doesn't want Man City to win. Yeah, I don't think he wants Man City to win. So, yeah. But no, I said Man City was going to win. Deep, deep down, we all knew that Man City was going yeah. to win. So, so yeah. yeah. But we so, kind of wanted Inter to do a madness. But unfortunately, they, they, it was they a lucky not... win, man. But let's not forget that. It was okay. a very lucky win. Like, I don't know if you guys want to dive through the yeah. back, but like, it was a very lucky win, honestly. Celebrate, mm. man. Because, like, the goal degree. was all right, but, like, I don't know, like, Inter were pressing hard, and they even had, I think, Lautaro had a clear chance, one-on-one uh-huh. against uh, Ederson, and he bottled it, and uh-huh. Lukaku's header, and the last header in the 96th minute, I'm talking, like, the very last play, uh-huh. it wasn't Lukaku, it was someone else, I can't remember right now, I think it was... Uh, the Italian left wing back, the what was his? He's not Darmian. Uh, oh, Di Marco. Oh, Di Marco. Oh, yeah, Di Marco. Yeah, Di Marco. Look yeah, up. man. Yeah. Even Di Marco's header, the double header. One was yeah. on the crossbar, and the other one was like, you yeah. know, Ederson, you know, saved it. They had way more chances. They were way more cl- clinical. I mean, well, they were not clinical. Sorry, but they were just unlucky. Yeah, they and, didn't play. T- Ability, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, even City, they were not themselves. Even Holland did nothing, man. Yeah. He even got a yellow card. <laughs> yeah. Just, he, he was awful against yeah. Acerbi, who's like 36. And, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, you know, Acerbi yeah. is really old and stuff. It's yeah. like kind of their Thiago Silva. It's like yeah. 
there's something about Holland when he plays against older defenders, he's really bad. When he played against Thiago Silva, he was also awful. Yeah. <laughs> Similar with Acerbi. But you know, this is why yeah, I think he was a very lucky win. They've seen it all out, they've done it all, like he doesn't doesn't move them. So yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. What yeah. are we talking about, Lukaku? No, we're talking no, about no, the... like Alan, like Alan and Asabi, or like Alan not doing well. Yeah. Alan, you know that I did some farming yesterday, and I went to look at the stats. <laughs> Mister Holland had one shot on target. Lukaku had Look, two shots Lukaku on target, had more shots on target and than... <laughs> three and one more shot off target. Listen, hiding, turning into Casper the Ghost, in the big moments. Mm. No, I, I don't think I don't think that's a fair assessment, though. To be honest, I don't. Um, let me, let so, me... so what did he do? What did he do yesterday? Then no, it's not about what he did. It's about like yes, okay, we all know everybody had a bad game. We all know Man City were poor, Inter were poor as well. I mean, Haaland, if you want to compare to Haaland and Lukaku thing, I mean, yes, Haaland played 90 minutes and Lukaku only played like 30 minutes, so there's that. Or even maybe 40 minutes, so there's that. Nothing about but that. if you say well, it like well, this... But, well, I said well, he, wait, did more, he did more in the 30 minutes than the 90 minutes that the pitch for. The thing is that Haaland, he's clinical. Like, don't give him two chances. He will probably score one. He's just that guy. So that's the difference. He doesn't have to be. Well, let, let me just say one thing as to like what Ubi said. Ubi said basically, um, if you look at the way the game went, they were playing directly into Inter's hand. Then um, they turned it up a bit in the second half. And then, you know, uh, what's his face scores the goal? Um, Rodri. Rodri scores the goal. And it was a rocket. Onana's not going to, it's not stopping that at no point. It just is what it is. Um, that was just brilliance, no tactics. That's just individual brilliance of of, of right. Bernardo to create that chance. That's not like a tactical thing by Pep. Because Pep technically, tech, tech, Pep is basically doing what he, what happened when they played against us. The only difference is they created much more in this game than uh, they did in the other one. But if you look at the XG, even the chances they had without factoring XG, they definitely Inter should have won that game. Um, this is what it is. It should have been a draw at least, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's all I'll say about that. Lukaku, uh, I dance on his grave. I hope Meg leaves you. Um, well, we need to ship you off to Saudi or something because we're not sending you back to Inter because you'll be happy there. So I wish all the worst things to you because me, when a player disrespects my club, they're dead to me. You, you're dead to me. Uh, and Bruh. I don't want you back here. And if and if you do come back here, you do have a play a game. To score as many goals as you want, I will never celebrate any of them. Yeah, screw Period. Lukaku. Man. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna come back. No, but wait, no, wait. No, I don't think what he's so funny, man. OMG, what is sort of funny? Um, okay, Ray, I want to ask your opinion on the um the chances Lukaku had yesterday. Latara as well, but Lukaku, <laughs> Latara and Lukaku. To be fair, <laughs> the chances he had. Oh yeah. my god, there was a header, but then it's it's not even the chances he had. It's a chance that he fucked up for everybody else. When DeMarco went to do the first header, and he blocked it with his body. Then the second one, who was that guy's name? Alexis, or whatever his name is. I don't know what his name is. He had another header that he tries to go for. Lukaku also Like, this guy, man. Listen, I will 100%, not only dance, I will piss on his grave 
shit on it after uh, dancing on it. Uh, I despise uh, more than I'm just, it. I'm just going to sorry, sorry, I'm just going to play them with that for kids. Yeah, but like, what were you? What uh-huh. did you guys literally want him to do for the Demarcus either? Like, I don't understand. Should he? Like I've gone into the floor or disappeared or I, I don't yes. I don't get uh, like I don't get I was expecting the, down, uh, teleportation, I bro. Listen, I need everything to run my agenda. So everything you do, <laughs> I don't care point. how like, unfair it is. It's just, I'm it's just it, agenda, bro. man. Because like, it is agenda. I, being, I don't even hide it. If if we're being real, yeah, man, there's nothing like you could have physically or I don't know, like yeah. literally done for the Demarco Demarco chance. I I feel like Demarco was the one to blame more in that situation because I, in the first place, I don't know why he was trying to loop either, and then uh-huh. in the second place, why can't he like just calm down and you know take take pick a spot and probably add the ball there or you know do some do some other thing, but like yeah, so. Adrenaline rush and all that. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because adrenaline rush, exactly, exactly. So adrenaline rush for that second header. So and yeah, I don't, don't forget, De Marco is a wing back. Exactly. Yeah. His job is not yeah. to score. He's probably he's like, oh, what do I do? Let me hit it. Because like mm-hmm. he's better at heading than shooting. I mean, logically, right? Yeah, and it was a good no, header. He did his job though, bro. You was in the right spot. You made the correct decision. You just had the ball. Like that. That was that's all he could do. The ball's coming to your I, head. Damn, it's a good header. Just do exactly. it. Exactly. It was like, a good header. <laughs> Of header to do it was the exactly yeah. the type of header to do because Edison was off his line, so he had to go for a looping header and he almost went in. But this is my problem Lukaku is fat, he doesn't react early. That's <laughs> but you can't, you can't really like you can't, you can't really like blame him too much. I, I understand the aspect if you want to relate to it, yeah. But the header, this is why I want to ask Ray, Ray, what's your opinion on Lukaku's header because it reminds me of what he missed. Against Madrid, when Mendy made that bozo mistake, if you guys remember, they've, they've they've convinced us that he is a guy who's really good in the air. He's very he's fifty fifty in the air. Um, you know, the header wasn't. <laughs> it's what I expected. It's Lukaku, man. He's he's a fraud. So like, um, yeah, it, it just feeds into my agenda way more. Uh, will he come back to Chelsea? Definitely not. Um, I don't see it happening. I don't think he wants to be here. The report yeah. this morning said that the CEO of Inter, the only reason they're kind of backing off the thing is because they want a small fee because they're broke as hell. Not only did they lose the Champions League, but they're also broke. So Lukaku, you're you're broke by association. Um, but they don't have money and they don't want to... Well, they do want to keep you, but I, I don't know if the, the club will... If, if they tell the club, hey, can we do a uh, 4 or $5 million loan and then pay his wages... Or you guys pay his wages? We'll probably say no because we respect ourselves, and we'll, we'll ship him off to Saudi, bro, or Turkey or something. That's that's where you'll see yourself. You better start learning Farsi or or or, or I don't know any Turkish languages, but yeah, and Arabic too. But, All right, let's let's hear let's hear from Judah and Ubi. Judah and Ubi, what are we saying about Lukaku's header and Lautaro as well? Judah, go ahead first. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um... Um, Lautaro was was even I I believe more shit like it was it was more it was worse of that Lukaku in my opinion because if you guys can remember the chance where it was meant to like square it or pass it at least to Lukaku and try and see if he can do anything it went for goal and literally literally just played it direct to um Anderson. So yeah. yeah, I mean that chance was there, and like throughout the whole game, it was like literally just non-existent. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and as for Lukaku, yeah, 
I just said it's the first the chance of where DeMarco and the blood bear that I feel like that's just people running agenda if they're blaming him for that. Uh, <clears throat> and then the other um I feel like <clears throat> I feel like the other was um a bit fifty fifty. Um I don't I don't know, like he could have easily scored it and also the keeper was like in a good position, but I, I don't know. I I mean I, I yeah, want you guys to know the Judah is it sounds objective. But he hates Lukaku like me. Judah wants to be objective on this podcast, but he hates Lukaku too. The difference with me is I'm just open with it. Him, he'll be all <laughs> analytical and everything, but he don't like the guy. It's just understand. <laughs> I mean, we have just, to try to be objective, though. At the end of the day, you know, just, like I just feel like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but did you yeah, see that yeah, header? Bro. Like, bro, did you see that header? Like, yeah, I saw it, but actually, to be fair, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to even remember the header very well now. But I, I saw, I, I saw the highlights. So, because, had because to be to be fair with you, yeah. After the Demarco chance, I literally like just stopped watching because I just knew that nah, this these guys are, are not coming back into this game. Like they they, they have they, they have it on them to come back into the yeah. game. So like, I just stopped watching after that. Let me describe it for you. Bro, he had the whole like he had at least sixty percent of the goal to aim for. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. At least sixty percent of the game to Are we talking about the same header where they bounced off the cocker's like leg or whatever that was? Yeah. No no the, No the, he the, didn't. The one that he headed it straight to Edison, the last minute. Uh, the one where he headed it straight to Edison is the one he's talking about. Oh, oh, that yeah. Lukaku one, not the, yeah. not the Demarco one. Oh, oh no, the look- yeah. no, 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 not the Demarco. No. It was after Demarco's, I think. Like, I'm talking about the Lukaku header. Lukaku header, like, bro, he had sixty percent of the post aim for, and he does that. He's not a big game player. That's the problem. Like, that was your moment. Like, that was your moment to all the Inter fans. Like, to everybody. Shut everybody up and score. And he does that. Yeah, 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 that's that. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Yeah, that's a fast reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, but and we all, like we said earlier in the episode, Kai Havas missed a similar header. This is just Chelsea strikers for you. But you know, Kai, we know Kai Havas. Not, he's not, he's, everybody knows where the guy started. He was playing shadow striker. <laughs> Like Shadow Striker as a creative and scoring was like his second thing he did behind someone else. So if you your job is up front, you've been playing up front since you were 18. He was at this club 11, no, maybe 12 years ago. But he was 11 or 12 years ago, this guy was at this club, right? He, he has a Champions League medal. He played in the Champions League before. You've been doing this for 12 years up front. Yeah. That's where you've been. You haven't been playing on the wing. You haven't been playing as a 10. You've been playing up front in yeah. every system, either as a lone striker or the main striker in a two. Yeah. You have no excuse. You, we can't compare you to Habits. Even though Habits shit a goal, I can at least say, okay, Habits, that's not your job. Mm-hmm. It is what it is with it. It's terrible, but it is what it is. Yeah. So you're being graded on the curve. You, this is your job. This is your main job. I'm saying you flip. You should be flipping <laughs> patties at fucking McDonald's instead of something. But I, I don't know why you're a footballer still. Um, but we're here. So, yeah. All right, Ubi. Ubi, what's your take before a roundup? What's the take on the Lukaku header? Man, I think he, he could have well. just volleyed it instead of that crappy header. Like, he had the time and the space. It was even, as far as I remember, it was like a low cross. So he could have chested it and volleyed it. But hey, who am I kidding? He's not Drogba, it's just Lukaku. So he's going <laughs> to head it and wear straight to uh, Ederson's hands. It's like, as you said, he had like, I don't know, 50, 60% of the goal opened more or less. Yeah. If he aimed it to the right 
I think he would have been 100% on goal, but he didn't. But yeah, that that's Chelsea striker for you. Well, we have like a number nine curse or whatever. It's even going to Inter <laughs> at that rate. It's funny that yeah. Inter Inter um, fans were like very happy when Lukaku came on. They were like, "Oh yeah, he's our savior. He's gonna score," because like they actually quote needed him, but then yeah. he let them down. But yeah, it it was a very lucky game for a City overall. Lukaku or not, I I stand for. I'm saying that. Pep shouldn't have won. Pep Fraudiola. I, I don't like <laughs> that guy. Like he's a good coach. I'm not saying he's not, but I just don't like him. I don't know why. Just I don't know. Personal, I guess. It. But yeah, it's just like just move on to Saudi Arabia or something. Like that's it. Leave the Premier League. Yeah, you won the Champions League. Just move on. You know, go to to stay. Etihad or something. Yes, more man. He's staying. He's staying. He's staying more. Oh man. Yeah. Yes. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't know what That's, to say, man. It's all good. All right, cool. Let's round up. Let's round up. Let's round up. Thank you for listening. Um, before we go, let's ask everybody. Yeah, what was your game or moment of the season? Let's start with Judah. Or oh, if you want some time, we can <clears throat> start. Um, yeah, yeah. So game or moment or moment of season. Of season yeah. uh, well, first of all, moment of the season has to be um, when. We literally woke up and next thing we were seeing the girl sucked. Like it was literally yeah. from out of the blue. Like no one literally no one expected it. And you know, they just went and they went on the craziness like I did a mad thing. So yeah, that has to be the moment of the season. And yeah, I am glad like they've come out and even if they didn't do it directly, they did it indirectly, but at least they've come out to admit that okay. They were probably wrong with that. And yeah, that's the, that was the moment of the season. Because as we've said in the episode in the um episode, like this season just went down the like literally down yeah. the so yeah. then yeah. um game of the season. Okay, just for the fun of it, game of the season has to be <laughs> the game where Uncle Lampard beats the old seven allegations <laughs> and and he got us got us out of relegation and you know he secured secured Premier League football for us. So yeah, that has to be that's, the game of the season. <laughs> that's so, yeah. good. That's good. All right, all right. Um, Ray Ubi. Game of the season. Uh, Fulham. Um, Moment. Game of the season. Yeah. Moment of the season first or game of the season first? Uh, anyway. uh, explain your game. Well, how is Fulham oh, oh, game, game of the season? Game? No, 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 not that Fulham game. So the Fulham game where we had... Um, did they not do a double Phoenix. They did a double yeah, No, 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 no. You're forgetting who came in the, the, that Fulham game. Michelle Felix's first game as a Chelsea player. Um, yeah, where you had the red card. So how was that game? Yes. How was that your game of the season? <laughs> because I got to watch Shao Felix... <laughs> None of these games uh, give me good memories. I got to watch that Felix in that game. Um, and then, whew, uh, moment of the season, uh, the the chance that Connie had against um, Man City that almost went in. Um, I love that guy, Connie. And uh, yeah, that's that's my moment of the season. What's your other thing? Yeah, that, yeah I think that's the game of the season. Game of the season. Yeah, yeah I said Fulham. Fulham when yeah. we went Felix came. That's, that's my game. That's, to say that. Just to say that. Oh, let me say mine before Ubi goes. Uh, I think my moment of the season would be the same with, with Judah when Tuku got sacked. I think that would be a depressing moment. I think that moment killed everybody. It killed the soul of the club that day. 
I mean, the soul of the club died when Roman left, really. But I think sacking Tuko was stupid. Judas said probably wrong. I think it was mm-hmm. bad. Um, game of the season, it will probably be Dortmund game when Porter finally showed, okay, he brought everybody together and there was a nice buzz around the club. Or I could say game of the moment, game of the season as well could be the Liverpool-Bruno Solta game because I felt connected with Chelsea again. But I'll say the Dortmund game. So Chelsea winning 2-0 at Dortmund was actually, a, like you say, it was game of the season. So Ubi, you have the last word. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, moment of the season for me, I remember when I was watching uh, Fabrizio Romano's live stream, I was like waiting on my toes to announce <laughs> Enzo when he did yeah. announce and that was the, that has to be the moment of the season because he yeah. came out to be a great player. Expensive, yeah. yes, but great. And, you know, it, it was a good moment, I think, for me at least. Yeah. Uh, match of the season or game of the season, I have to agree with you, Tommy, the 2-0 Dorman win. Because as I said, like, even the fans were like really on it and Porter was not bad. I mean, we won a game finally and we yeah. qualified to, through the quarterfinals, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Was it quarter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It we made it to the quarterfinals. True. Uh, yeah, and then we were smashed by Madrid. Okay, that's another. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. But yeah, yeah. That, that has to be game of season. It was a, incredible mm-hmm. tactically, defensively. Even uh, it felt like Chelsea again. It felt like uh, the spirits of Drogba and Sen were just with us in the stadium. It was really incredible. I mean, I was not there, but I felt it. So imagine, yeah. it, it was really touching. Felt it too, bro. Trust me, we felt yeah. it as well. Yeah. Uh, cheers, cheers, cheers. I just want to say thank you to everybody for coming to speak today and throughout the course of the season. This podcast wouldn't be what it is without you guys. So I just want to appreciate you guys, everybody. I don't want to name names, but you guys know yourselves. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'll be Thanks. good. Uh, this season will never, no season like this will ever, ever visit up again. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> um, Ray, do you want to talk about your transfer window stuff before Colour Day? Because Ellie was talking oh, about the same. Simple. Lukaku's not coming back. Uh, there's a 50% chance that uh, Kaiseido comes Chelsea. Lavi is probably going to happen. I'm like 95% sure that's going to happen. Uh, Declan Rice, I don't know why people put their head on that. That's been done since like the end of last year. Um, people are going to be surprised. The strike is not, probably not going to end up looking like Oshiman. Um, and I don't know what, where Lotaro stands, if he wants to come Chelsea or not. If he's open to leave, who knows? Um, so there's a, that nobody knows. But I can almost guarantee Lavia comes Chelsea. Caicedo 50-50. Kone is actually pretty high on coming. And I feel like I'm forgetting. How about your position. Goalkeeper. Oh, Mo. Oh, yeah. So Chelsea's actually attempting to do like a weird thing through Turkey to bring him here. We'll see if that happens. Um, I don't know. But I heard that a while ago. And then. Um, I'm sorry. Bring, bring, word, bring away stuff? Zakari. 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 Oh, so they're, are they still on that? Yeah, they still, they still want him. They still want him. I did still on it. Bro, it's been. Yes, man. I did still on it, like, bro. They're still, they're still on it, bro. They're trying to find a way. It is what? They're still trying to find a way. Um, midfield attack, defense, goalkeeper. Ooh, oh, Nana. Oh, Nana. Even though, like, I'm hearing like multiple things. Some people say he's a great personal terms, but he's not gonna force a move. Who the hell knows? 
Um, a lot of things can happen, and they're trying to be quiet. So you're gonna see some random people like, oh, almost forgot Ruben Ochoacik. Yeah, he's not going to East Milan anymore. Um, he's okay. going somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, him. I think, I think Onana comes for sure, personally. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if we can do that like Onana, but we'll leave it there. Also, um, it's weird how we spent, I think, over an hour. We didn't. Nobody spoke about Pochettino, but it, it's okay. <laughs> He's an ex uh, Spurs uh, manager in my head. I'm yeah. still not over that he's our manager. You know? uh, that's yeah. fine. We need to get over that man. <laughs> you need to no, get no, no, no. I'm not going to go through that. It's a whole topic. Maybe for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need to get over that. <laughs> All right. Judah, Ubi, would you guys like to round us up before we go? For the season. <laughs> to round us up for the season. Yeah. Well, sure. I'll, I'll go ahead if you. Uh, after your permission, Judah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Well, well, of course, it was a roller coaster of a season. You know, we had we won, we lost, we drew, we were kicked out of Champions League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. We were 12, like we're like rock bottom. But hey, after <laughs> all, <laughs> there's another season, there's another chance. We changed a lot of managers. Hopefully, Pochettino comes in good for Chelsea. Hopefully, we sign the correct players, the missing positions rather and i don't know all i want i keep saying this i don't want to sound like a broken record chelsea the holy chelsea spirit of scn lampard the player lampard not manager lampard even hazard (laughs) and and zola where are these guys man and yeah hopefully we see a bright day man amen man i hear you we'll see you guys in three months oh judah gotta go oh yeah, actually, yeah. Because this is what I was asking. Yeah, I was ready. I was like, oh, do you want to talk about like doing a podcast and all that? But we'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it there. Like a, a transfer window podcast. The transfer I'm not, thing, I, I'm uh, not you got to do it at the end of every, like, you got to do like, you can get away with doing like one at the end of the month to right, talk so. about who came in because, like, I don't think this season, you're, especially in June, I don't think you're going to see a lot of movement in exactly. any of these ones. So. Yeah. So, uh, personally, I would see you guys in August when the first Premier League game. What about Judah, game. bro? Judah saw us to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, Judah, no, 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 no. I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't have much to say. You can round us up, Judah. Uh, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> no, just, just do the roundup. <laughs> just anything. All right, cool. Um, he gave uh, everything. Go on, sorry. We'll be gone. No, I was just making a joke. He he no. gave everything. The boys gave everything. Sorry, oh, that yeah, joke. That's, that's, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. So I'm not <laughs> going to see you guys till first. Anybody listen, we're not going to be here till first. So the first game in Premier League season kicks off. Oh, actually, sorry. I mean, before the first game kicks off. So just right after the last game of the, the preseason and just before the first game of the Premier League. So yeah, that's how it's going to be. Unless Ray and Ellie have something to... Do like a transfer window episode or whatever. But yeah. Cheers guys for listening. It was so good. Long ass season. But yeah, episode 61. Thank you. Cheers guys. <laughs> <laughs>